0: Welcome to Death and Aliens, an in-depth look at horror and sci-fi TV from two friends who vaguely know what they're doing. I'm Courtney. I'm MK. And how are you? I am pretty good. Um, I
1: had a lovely time this weekend. Aside from the like 82 hours that I worked, um, I also also went to um, a wedding um, with... Dan's family um uh the other side of his family that I don't see as often um weirdly his cousin who got married I knew a long time ago cuz uh, she was in my sister's class in high school um and like her maid of honor was on my sister's lacrosse team um so like I I knew her well before I knew him which is weird um but yeah oh, And, like, all of his, like, aunts and uncles who I've, like, never met before just, like, pulled me aside at different points in the wedding to, like, just tell me how, like, happy they are that Dan has me and, like, how much, like, they love seeing how he is now that he's found me and all of this stuff. And I, like, just wanted to cry all night. so sweet. It was so beautiful. I love that. And then he continued to prove that he is the greatest human ever by sending a care package to my work this morning with all of the get well stuff because I still have a little bit of a head cold. And he so he sent me cough drops and tea and then had the audacity to text me to apologize that he forgot to send honey with the tea. <laughs> and I was like, babe, you literally sent me more things than I would have taken care of myself. Like, stop. That's so funny but
0: also like you work at a school there's probably honey somewhere in the building uh, yeah
1: i'm sure if i really needed to find it i could have found it um but also i had tea in my classroom so i didn't need to go anywhere it was so nice i just cleaned out my kerrigan had some peach um organic it was peach honey tea anyway there was already honey in it you don't need any then yeah um so it was great um He's sweet, and everybody thought I was pretty, and that was nice. I felt really, really good. Um, and then I worked, and that's really all I've done. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, that lovely, though. Yeah. Um, they had a live band at the wedding,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which was good, but also. Like, Dan and I both were talking about how after seeing the live band and the, the, like, start of the night, we both very, like, took a second and were like, oh, maybe we do want a live band instead of a DJ. And then by the end of the night, we were like, no, no, we don't. Because they were really great and they had a lot of fun. But A, the volume with a live band, out of control. Out of control, yeah. And B... It's very much um, outside comedy.
0: Like has like yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and B the the variety of music just can't compete when you don't have the um the range. Yeah. So. But.
0: Yeah. How are you? How was? How's your life? Well, I have two matters of business today. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> first and probably most important it's not about me but it's most important probably um American Horror Story Delicate premiered last week oh, it? I meant to post about it on Friday and then I meant to post about it on Saturday and then I missed to post about it on Sunday and I still haven't so mm. one day one day I'll, I'll say something about it on our social media probably okay. um, but this is the one I read the book for um, oh right 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 and it was it was really good. I see what they did <laughs> because obviously like Emma Roberts is the main, the main girl. And yeah. the someone who's like in her like, m- like early to mid forties and like a washed out actress. And like, she's trying to play that role, but in her mid thirties and it's just, it's not quite the same, but it's, it's getting right. Same. Like it's fine, I guess. Um, but Matt, Shushkri? I don't know how to say his last name. Oh yeah. We talked about I that. I adore him. He's in it. Um Kim K is in it and she actually does a good job. Like so I'm I'm pretty stoked for this season. So if everyone else is stoked or everyone else is watching, please talk to me about it. Um
1: okay. I did hear that a lot of people were gonna be boycotting it um because, because, of the because, because of the no, because they crossed the picket line to finish filming. Yeah. And I not really super stoked on that. Because it's yeah, not are- the first time that I've heard that um, Ryan Murphy has yeah. done shady shit, um,
0: which sucks. But he's also, like, he's the producer. He's not the writer on this one. He's not the director on this one. He's still at fault. So I'm not, yeah. like, saying not at fault, but I'm saying, like, think about these other people. Maybe no, 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 for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I did hear that, and that is a bummer, but I will be watching sorry about it um, um also we talked about how we
1: had seen the demi lovato episode of the mass singer i did not realize that that was going to be another week and a half before there was an actual episode of the show
0: yeah i haven't i'm not caught up so that's because no
1: there ha- isn't another episode yet
0: oh there hasn't been another one since the demi lovato no been-
1: no i don't think i know there definitely wasn't one
0: last week there might have been one last night so maybe, so they did say, Hulu kept saying it premieres the 27th, but then the first episode ended began on like on the 10th? Yeah, no that, so first episode on the 10th,
1: was. no, that first episode on the 10th was just a premiere season, whatever. The actual episodes are Wednesday nights, so they don't premiere till this week. That makes so much
0: more sense. That makes so yeah, much more sense than a Because Sunday. that
1: episode was terrible.
0: Yeah, that's good to know. So I'm watching it like every other week because I'm watching it with my aunts and that's when they're yeah. together. Um, my laptop's already dying. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, no,
1: The mass Singer is not on until Wednesday. Good. Okay, good. Then I'm not behind.
0: Um, yeah. Good to know- so, there's that. And then also, <laughs> more, more related to me, but not for, um, oh gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna adjust in a second. I, so I've been pulling out my VR headset again this week, mm-hmm. um. And I am going to be in the best shape of my life in, like, a week, probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> I found everything I could have ever wanted. There's a tennis game, and it's, I mean, you're in the world, and so it's like you're playing actual tennis, except you can't do a back game with both hands, you just have the one hand. But, like, I've been jumping when I'm serving. Like, I feel like I'm playing tennis again without, like, obviously, it's, like, not quite as strenuous as, like, actual tennis. Yeah. But, like, I can feel it in my, like, shoulders that I'm, like, working out. And I won the tournament in Rome today, if you were wondering. Fantastic. So, I, I love that for you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Um, and I also found this. Um, someone had actually recommended it to me on Facebook before, but I just downloaded it today. Yeah. Um, it's Supernatural. It has nothing to do with the Supernatural. Huh. Let me start there. But it's a workout app, and it kind of makes me think of, like, you've seen the mirror apps where you, like, you stand in front of the mirror and there's someone, like, showing you the workouts. Yeah. So it's kind of like that mixed with, like, the Peloton workout apps because it has really okay. great music. But the mm. only, like, workouts they have are boxing, um, flow, which is kind of, like, kind of a bit like strength. They do, like, lunges and, like, stuff like that. Yeah. And then – um, meditation and stretching and those are the ones I do anyways yeah so I did that like the first workout I did today was like to blue suede shoes so I am living my best life I worked out for an hour on that today and then I did tennis for an hour today and I am probably not going to be able to use my right arm tomorrow but it's fine it's worth it it's fine um I did not win
1: a tournament in Rome but I did win another week of fancy football so
0: I also won. I mean, so my players are still playing, but I am. Oh, won. I'm. I have one player still playing, and so does she. But I'm twenty points ahead. I had three players playing tonight, and I was twenty points ahead when we started the night. I think that they were already out, so <laughs> I'm I'm projected to do fairly well. But yeah, so I've, yeah. I'm definitely winning this week, which I'm also stoked about. Um, um, I was okay. I won this week. Yesterday.
1: I won this week, even with having Raheem Mostert on my bench.
0: Yeah, you were telling me about that. I was like, um, see, I didn't get to see yeah. the games because I was driving back and driving. forth to Long Island." And um, so- the Miami
1: Dolphins game was fucking insane. I am so nervous about playing them next week. Um, M- Mostert got forty three fantasy points, and he didn't even have the most fantasy points the other running back did.
0: Wait, is he? Is he with the Dolphins now? Yeah. Oh, he was with the 49ers, I think, last time I paid attention to him.
1: Yeah, no, he's with the Dolphins, and with Tua throwing him the ball, he is a monster, and I am so scared for the Bills to play them next week.
0: Well, who knows? They killed it this week, it seemed. I got five points from the Bills.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, the Bills' defense. The Bills' defense and Miami's offense, though, is going to be a fucking killer game.
0: And I'm going to be hour so fuck me i will be at home I might, I might watch it i might watch it we'll see what's we'll see what's happening in my life on sunday it's okay. a sunday night game i assume because they've already had their monday night game and
1: no it's uh it's a one it o'clock. Person- game. no it's, it's, sunday, it's sunday but it's sunday but it's a one o'clock
0: yeah that's fine oh yeah I'll, I'll check in <laughs> um yeah. see what's going on <laughs> but um but aside from that this is going to be a bit of a weird episode so i'd like to start with a little bit of a normalcy before we get there perfect so please if you could spiritually enlighten me would i would love better. to and then i remembered that
1: i closed the quote that i had picked out so just right. one second because i am an idiot
0: um, totally fine. uh sometimes spirituality takes time it does so, you know we're just here to embody that principle of patience it's a virtue
1: that is a virtue Um, sooner
0: I'm just gonna start saying some nonsense oh my
1: god what (laughs) the? I I lost it where did it go um um these are all stupid I swear I had one that wasn't stupid um but oh um no it's okay um it is uh this is not the one that I was going to use but it's one that I like also um Perfect. People won't have time for you if you are always angry or complaining. Stephen Hawking.
0: That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah.
1: Deeply. Yeah. I realize that there's a lot of people that don't like, but it's just because they're never fucking happy about anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. I, uh, be happy. Find joy. And then go watch a horror movie and you'll be fine. <laughs> so that's how I get out of all of my. uh
1: Um. I Every,
0: feeling, everything
1: that you just said. I did not hear because my headphones cut out again.
0: Oh, but like the world heard me.
1: Uh, I sure hope so. So okay. hopefully, I was just
0: I was just in summation. Then I was just saying like definitely like go find happiness and be happy about things, but then go watch a horror movie. Mm-hmm. To yeah, get for like dark feelings. Perfect. I love it. Fantastic. So uh speaking of horror, it is indeed Thriller Thursday. So we're here to do a uh, wrap-up of season one. I was telling Mary-Kate before the podcast, this is the first season wrap-up I have done in 17 years. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. And so I don't know what you're going to get. And we're just going to hope everyone's happy about
1: it. We usually don't don't do season wrap-ups with the horror shows because the seasons are so short. But this just felt like too final yeah losing the Rants
0: family we needed to like clear the air yeah yeah so uh so we're here for that so to start and please Mary Kate jump in with any comments questions concerns throughout absolutely I I need you for timing um (laughs) so I'm just gonna kind of start by going over a bit of like the different people we've dealt with and like the groups and kind of Run down and thoughts, theories, moving forward. Okay. Condolences, leaving them behind. Yeah. So, um, I'm starting with the Rance family because they are the icons of the season, as you can Absolutely. imagine. Um, we do start the season where all of the concerns are led to have landed on Cat because she's in her depressive era.
1: Everybody always um, blames the sad lesbian.
0: Exactly, exactly, and so. Turns out, of course, to be Casey, who's possessed by the demon. Um, We get all of the, like, fun facts that Angela is actually Reagan. And so then we get Chris showing up. And we've talked about this before. But this is the only other entity that Chris McNeil has been in of the franchise, aside from the upcoming film, Believer. Which, Which,
1: obviously, um, if the new movie, Believer, is canon, the TV show isn't. Mm-hmm. Because everyone that is important in the new movie is dead in the TV show. So right. that is a little sad because I really, when I found out that this included um, the McNeil's, I was like, oh, maybe the TV show actually like fits into the canon. Um, and then
0: it for sure didn't. Um, which is... So it doesn't fit into canon with any of the movies except the first one. This is meant well, to be a direct follow-up to the first one and does yes, not- but. Also,
1: most don't most of the other movies also not really fit with this first movie. I tell you, that's going to be our next discussion. So stay tuned for that.
0: <laughs> okay, them. okay. Uh, the original franchise as a whole. Before we move into season two, that's gonna beautiful. Been off the rocks, but um, yeah. So, it, so we get Chris, and then Chris dies, of course. And so it's just kind of like we had this really beautiful. I think homage to the original film and it tied up really nicely with how they kind of sent off the whole family. Chris McNeil has always been kind of a wild card with, is she going to talk to the press? Is she not? Is she part of the family now? Is she not like, and then it, so she died off and then we sent away the rances to have their own life. And so I just wanted to ask you, Mary Kate, what was the most like, either heartwarming or surprising thing that happened with the Rance family that, like, spoke to you?
1: Um, I mean, I really appreciated that um, Reagan slash Angela didn't die. I think that that was, like, a really, really... Because it didn't feel cheap. Yeah. And it also um, made up for a lot of the trauma that this poor family, like has dealt with. Right. Um, I think um, that was probably um, the most um, heartwarming thing, I would say. I mean, I loved the way Casey and Kat like supported each other, but I think like the episode that really like affected me the most in terms of the family was the episode where Henry finds out um, because just, just the way that he was so worried about his kids and then finding out that his wife had more to do with it and, like, how it, like, broke everything down. Like, that was just, like, it it hit me in the gut.
0: Yeah, I agree. I thought that, like, the spoilery release of her being, like, being Regan and, like, somehow the rest of the internet like doesn't tell you that upfront when you like search the exorcist like they did a really I good I know
1: job I genuinely hiding that I genuinely had no idea and like to be fair I didn't look into the show a lot because I attempted to not see things but I did right. prior to that episode look at IMDb for a casting thing and mm-hmm. so but even I it did not they did it so well
0: yeah i know like before we started i looked at you know i looked at the plot a bit to see like what we were getting into like i had to make sure we yeah well like so i knew what to talk about and um i watched i watched the pilot first and then i went and started doing research and i looked up you know these characters and i looked up some like interviews and i looked up like some like ratings and reviews and stuff and it yeah. just like wasn't there and I feel like it's the same. Like this is almost. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's more or less like as uh, surprising than finding out that Violet's dead. <laughs> like in American Horror Story. Like it I had will say same those, I those
1: me. two in everything that we've watched on this podcast, those two moments have definitely stood out to me as being the most like jaw dropping. Like there were twists and baits that like really got me. There were things in Hemlock Grove that shocked me because that whole show was shocking. Um but I mean and then Dead Like Me and um
0: uh Stargate I have previously seen so I didn't have a chance to be shocked by anything. Um, yes, I mean this is my first time watching Dead Like Me and while there were things that like surprised me that I wouldn't have guessed it they weren't was- shocking.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but the it was the that violet and and uh Reagan art I was Yeah, and it was like blabbergasted is the word I would use. Yes.
0: And their storyline was so well written. I mean, it was like you said it was it didn't feel cheap. It didn't feel like they made choices to get the shock value. They yeah. Wrote it and they weaved it into the story where it all felt like it belonged there and you weren't while you were shocked, you weren't like, this doesn't, like, everything made sense still. Like, it was. And,
1: and I will say, I know we talked about the fact that it was on network TV, and I know that some of the level of gore was shocking in the terms of I, it being on right. network TV, but nothing, even the stuff that, like, grossed me out that I was uncomfortable with, never felt like it was being done for shock value. And with a, with a, with a demon franchise, that's not always true.
0: No. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm always, I just, I never know what to expect with a demon because there's, I mean, there's gross scenes. You, we watched The Exorcist. We've seen the, the vomit, the like blood, yeah. the like stuff that like just is, it's just kind of gross, but it's not to the level that I would have expected. They did a really clean job at keeping it still mm-hmm. horror and, and gory to an extent without being gratuitous. Yeah. Um, which was nice. Um, yeah, but I, I thought the Rance family was pretty perfectly,
1: like, yeah, I think the only scene I can think of that I genuinely was uncomfortable with the level of gore, even then it was necessary. And cause that would have been the subway scene. Yeah. Yeah. But you had to, you, you know, had what? to, you had to see, you had to have Henry see how bad things really
0: were. You needed that moment. Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't even meant for us. It was meant for Henry. Like, yeah. Um, and even though I know the beginning, we talked about with Henry specifically. Like, I was like, this is a really fast transition from him, like barely being able to speak to him, like being able to think things through. But I thought after, even though that was the point, I know I had in the very beginning, the first couple episodes. I feel like after that was kind of settled, like episode three, episode four, like even. It was very smooth after that, like, his, I do like, think recollection coming back.
1: Yeah, like, and I think they discussed it. I don't remember what episode it was where he was telling Father Tomas that, like, some days he feels like he doesn't know who he is, and some days he feels like himself again. And so yeah. they, like, kind of did that. But I do wish that the pilot had maybe not, like, mentally handicapped him quite as much. Because right. the transition from the pilot to the last episode, um aren't the same character and I think that that still is probably my only genuine like plot hole is I think that saying that he has on and off days because he has a brain injury is valid but the level of handicap that they made him in those first episode episode and a half aren't viable for what they did with his character
0: right right for sure yeah I agree um but I did love the family dynamics throughout. Um, yeah. I thought, I mean, Kat's progression from going to the sulky teenager who wouldn't talk to anyone. or I guess she's like a young adult because she's in college. Yeah. Um, but like to being almost like the strongest one in the family. I mean, Casey did the same thing, though. It was both of them, but they did it in their own ways. So it wasn't like we just copied one character to another, which was nice. Yeah, too. they
1: it, it yeah. was. It was nice that they both felt genuinely strong in very different ways.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yep. So that is the Rants family. We will not be seeing them again. Do you have any last minute thoughts for them before I tell you a bit about the franchise? Um,
1: I mean, it'll be. I'm very interested to see where we go next because I think one of the reasons why I liked the show so much had a lot to do with the Rance family, and I fear that despite my love of marcus and tomas i don't know that the second season will hold up just because i do think that family was so much the heart of it um and so i i don't know that i have any real final words just my
0: trepidation i will tell you i do not know anything about the second season but from reviews i was reading today everyone says the second season's better
1: because really, so, Like I said, I only have the one friend who
0: has seen it all and she does not think so. So she, she, she was due to a cancellation timing, mm. uh, which I will talk about towards the end of the episode. But, yeah. Uh, Content wise, they, they really liked the storyline of the second season. Okay. So,
1: um, yeah, and I think so. Marlo, my friend Marlo, she is obsessed with The Exorcist. Like, she loves Reagan as a character. She loves the original movie, and she didn't love. She didn't hate the second season. Yeah, by any means, she still enjoyed it very much. But she definitely liked what they did with the first season better. Um, so, I'm very curious to see where I fall on those things. Cause I tend to trust her judgment with horror stuff.
0: Um Yeah. I'm, I'm also interested because, you know, it takes away the nostalgia factor when you don't have the original characters anymore. So right. But to I, be I fair, we interested. didn't know
1: it was the original characters till halfway through and we were still really invested in them.
0: That's true. That's true. We so, didn't know that. um, yeah. And, uh, Speaking of the original characters, I figured since we haven't watched it, I was going to give you a brief rundown of the other movies in the series. Beautiful. um, And what they touch on. My plan, since we are firmly in the 31 Days of Halloween of horror movies, um, so I may have already watched these. My plan is to watch them all in October, so I know before we finish up this whole series what's what's what. Yeah. Um, But, of course, the next movie is The Exorcist 2. Linda Blair is still in this movie. Um, uh, Ellen Burstein is not, obviously. Uh, but this movie is investigating the death of Father Marin, so oh, it is okay. like a direct like sequel to it. Um, oh, okay. But the demon they use, as opposed to a traditional demon like Pazuzu that we used here, is a succubus. No. That's a doppelganger of Reagan. Oh, that's fucked up, and I hate everything about it. So. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't get great reviews. Um, I think um, it had the worst reviews of the whole franchise. Was the well? Second.
1: I think that falls firmly in a conversation we had um, in what episode seven or eight, where we discussed yeah. the fact that it's the sexualization um, of the sexualization of the child and the inappropriate aging of
0: Reagan. Well, it- I don't know. If- I think this may have been fifteen years later. I think this is, so I think she's an adult at this point. Okay. Like, it follows up. So we like, we are seeing a lot of stuff we already know for the second one, but I do think she is an adult in this movie. I think is what it said 15 years later.
1: Okay. Well, cause it only came out five years later.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Maybe it was the next one's 15 years ahead. Um. But yeah. So I, I believe she's meant to be an adult in this one, but maybe not. I'll let you know. Um, I'll let you know when I watch it. How terrible it is um so that's the exorcist two the exorcist three followed but it didn't come out for um i just want to say
1: <laughs> i just want to say that um james earl jones is in the second one
0: he is uh-huh. i don't know his part uh he it's an interesting cast in throughout the like the journey. oh the sorry part. wikipedia says she's supposed to be 16 in the second one. Oh, then maybe maybe it's that the third one came out 15 years later okay
1: so that's so, still not great Still not great. <laughs> Better than her being twelve, um, sure. but still not great. Still icky,
0: especially um, since it's an adult man who is investigating the death of Father Marin. Um, so yeah, a little icky. So I'm I'm not surprised it got bad reviews, but yeah. uh I will tell you more at the next wrap up. Great. Um, so the extras three, completely new casting. Reagan's not in this one. Obviously, uh, Chris isn't. It is more of a detective one, which is strange. It's in the investigation of the Gemini Killer, who um, was based off the Zodiac Killer. Um, what so, the fuck does that have to do with exorcisms? Um, there's Someone gets possessed during the middle of this, um, so there is a possession and an exorcism, but the main story is wildly different from anything we've seen so far. Um So I don't know, but it had better reviews than the second one.
1: Well, because it doesn't have a teenage girl
0: sexually murdering people. Probably. I think it's one of the detectives that gets possessed. I, like, did a brief, I didn't want to, like, spoil everything, but I did, like, read through the plots of all of them. Um, So I think it said that it was, like, one of the detectives was possessed during the investigation. Which, like, makes sense. Um, Bonkers. Yeah. And then we have two movies that came out a year apart. One is called The Exorcist, The Beginning, and one is called Dominion. Um, they are both prequels. They both follow Father Merrin's story before um, The Dig that we see in the first movie. Um, I think I would like that better. Yeah, oh. I'm very interested in this. Uh, they are basically both the same movie um, with different people in them. I Okay want to watch them and then deep dive more into what happened there but they came out like 2004 2005 so like they came out one year apart too um interesting um i'm sure one of them is better
1: and that is the one that we should probably like use I think as dominion. our okay i would like i would say that's the one i would like to use as my canon prequel um but yeah. <laughs> but
0: um so they said dominion was finished writing before um exorcist the beginning came out yeah um, but they do follow essentially i mean, they're they're bo- I'm sure they have different storylines, but they are both about Father Marin before he found everything. It's like It leads up to him finding things at the dig. Um, and, fun fact that I'm kind of stoked about, assuming that everything goes well, uh, they've already signed on for three movies with Blumhouse, Blumhouse for the new trilogy. Like, we have uh, Believer comes out next. I did not write down the name of the second one that comes out and they don't have a name for the third one yet. But the second one's projected for 2025. And they're all with uh, the same director and all with House Productions. So. Fantastic. That'll be interesting. I um, don't um,
1: The trailers for the, the snow movie look fucking wild.
0: They look like storyline. I'm going to really enjoy it. Like, I'm really looking forward to the storyline. And of course, Chris Meenow comes back. So that's yeah. always a fun, fun twist. Um, but I saw, so I've seen two different trailers for it now. I saw the very first trailer a few weeks back and then I just saw another new trailer. Like
1: I Cap- saw one yesterday that was like, just like a, um, a teaser that really kind of felt like somebody made it on CapCut. Um, yeah. I think that's what they're playing right now. Yeah, the- but it, it it's not, I don't mean that offensively. It's just yeah. not like a, it doesn't give you a lot of story. It just gives you a lot of like scary, but it, even that looks good and I don't usually like those kinds of trailers so I'm fascinated
0: yeah it's a the one I saw Friday is a chopped down version of the first one with like a couple of extra like scare scenes in it yeah the first one was like a pretty long trailer that I think is it had a lot of the storyline basically two girls both get possessed with the same demon and um their their families and and their parents find Chris yeah because they start acting super weird and they they disappeared for three days and they felt like they were gone for three hours so we'll see something out of in the woods so it's like the blair witch project meets the exorcist yes correct 100 percent. perfect oh i'm very excited about it and i'm hopefully yeah. gonna see it um mm-hmm. i think they start i think they start showing it next week i want to see it friday the 13th but i don't know if i'll i don't know if i'll wait it out or else yeah. will see it next week um I will wait until December when we have to watch it for the podcast. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Just, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Mostly because I don't fucking have time right, in the next sure. few weeks to watch anything. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, so that's the original franchise, the leading up franchise, the Rants family. We have now gotten rid of all of the McNeils. We're moving into next, next season's territory. So I want to talk about Tomas starting out. Um, and his journey was really fun. It was very, like, it had its ups and downs, but it's it was a good way to see him grow. Mm-hmm. Um, as a priest, we saw a lot of the sins that he committed that fall outside of priesthood, obviously. He lied about his grandmother. He lied about hearing God. He kept an emotional affair with Jessica for who knows how long before they had a physical affair. Yeah. Um, and now he is going against the church to be an exorcist. Um, so what are your thoughts about Tomas and where do you think we're going with him? Like, no,
1: um, (laughs) I, I've never been more annoyed by a character in anything ever because anytime there was a possibility of doing the right thing, he did the wrong fucking thing.
0: Until the every very episode.
1: single time and while the redemption was beautiful the problem is the redemption was so strong and so beautiful that i genuinely worry about where he is going because the whole dynamic With Marcus and Tomas is that Marcus is indignantly righteous and he knows that he is flawed, but he ignores his flaws deliberately and chooses the good every time and, like, is, like, the exact example of what you're supposed to be as a Christian because you know you're fucked up and you know that you make mistakes, but you choose God every time the option is there to you, right? Yeah. Tomas is what most of us are actually like. We're in our heads, we're doing the right thing, but we continue to fuck up every time and we never really know what to do. Right. But then he had this beautiful, holy, come to Jesus, quite literally, moment. And that changes the
0: dynamic. Yeah. And And I think that's going to be because we're, I mean, we're going up against the cult of demons. So like... Right. So we need them both to be stronger. But what, which is
1: great if I was actually just trying to fight demons. But if I'm trying to have entertaining television while trying to fight demons, I worry that the new dynamic isn't as satisfying dramatically.
0: I, yeah, I think that's very fair. Um, I, I worry, I also worry where we're going to go with him because, I feel like he had his full arc this season. But, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't have anything left for an arc. If that, Like, I don't think we're going to come back to his family. I think they were a first season we'll never talk about them again thing with his nephew and his sister. Um, Thank God nothing happened to Luis, but also what a waste of a character. What a waste of a character. I really thought, like, especially because we're going through everyone that, like, Tomas loved. I mean, we see... Him be, like, tempted by the demon with Jessica and with his grandmother's story and all of this stuff. And it's, like, sister's, like, alive and kicking, and he's allowed to care about her. Like, why yeah. is she not also in this? Like, it felt like it was a setup that fell through, and they were just like, mm, we're gonna put that yeah. on the back burner. We don't really Which, if they then
1: come back to it and use his family, the his living as family in season one. two, as as a strength rather than a weakness, fantastic. Love yeah. to see it. Um, hesitant. My problem is, I believe that season two could be good. I'm just in a place where I, I'm so satisfied with the ending of season one that I everything I think about season two is hesitation.
0: Yeah, I um, yeah, I have no idea what. Like, I mean, I always have like a, an idea of what the storyline is going to be with the creepy cult stuff, but like otherwise, I yeah. don't know what we're planning. Um, yeah. speaking of. Next up is Marcus, and we saw him go through a lot of arcs this season, but also he still has enough character development left, I feel like, that he's, like, his character is going to flow well into the second season, I feel like, whereas with Tomas, we feel like we had our top to bottom and we're done.
1: I think so, Um, and I think it's because he is a very purely written anti-hero in that in that he isn't i mean he's good he's a hero he's a good person but he isn't he's he's a batman not a superman if that makes sense yeah um and that and that gray always gives you layers to work with because yeah, somebody and- who's somebody who has that many levels of gray but is always going to come out on
0: top there's so much you can do with that and we see him like succeed and fell throughout so like it's not that he's just like he doesn't have a top to bottom he has a he has an up and down we see him start yeah. with a kid who dies from the exorcism and then we go in and we see him like come out on top saving casey from the exorcism and then we see him drop down again whenever cherry and um lester uh Esther die and the nuns die and it's like all this stuff that he's like gone through and then the very end he comes out on top where he saves the pope but he also knows that that's not the end. And so it's like yeah. he never stops growing. He never stops having things happen to him. And, and he, he has more trauma to, like... I was going to say, he has enough it. trauma. He has enough trauma yeah. that we can tell stories with him forever. Forever, yeah. So, like, his character is so much easier to work with and has such a better written story that, like, Tomas is more one-dimensional. Yeah. And doesn't... And he's he's more naive. He's more like, he's less experienced. He's more like, and I do,
1: I do think that that is slightly the fault of the original concept Mm -hmm. of the, trying to mimic the movie in their characters characters and father Marin and the young priest, who I never fucking remember his name. Um, Um, And they started with that as their inspiration and, like, built on that dynamic and then didn't have anywhere to go with it.
0: Yeah. At least uh, for Tomas. I saw a quote earlier when I was looking and they were like, it stays very true and it does a great homage to um, William Blatty's story from the novel, for better and for worse. (laughs) Like, you know, it's... stays very true to it but like some of that is good and some of that like was a detriment to the show yeah um but yeah so i 100% agree with that um and our last like really catch up and prediction before we get towards the end is gonna be our creepy cult of demons where are they what where are they now that's what we're looking at because we have father simon was the leader of it all or whatever they called him um and everyone we you know we lost some of the like henchmen we like didn't really know a lot of their names other than Mm -hmm. those like few core ones and so the people we know that are left we have maria who is trying to be in charge fuck that bitch right and the police commissioner and then everyone else is kind of the like low-key people we've seen throughout
1: yeah those are the last two
0: of the like our core that leader, Leadership. Follow.
1: Leadership demons left.
0: Right. So, I, I don't... So, she said the Pope was never the, like, like person she was aiming for.
1: It was never the goal.
0: Never the goal. Yeah. And so, I'm like, I don't know what the goal... Like, are they trying to get to God? Like, what is their plan exactly? Because I don't know... Or are they trying yeah. to like, take over the government? Like, as opposed I mean, to the church? Like... I mean, I maybe, maybe that's not actually a bad
1: thought because, like, the whole point is to give demons free reign of the earth again. Right. Um, and so you do that with whichever way you can seize the most power. And in our completely um, secularized world, um, the government probably does that more than the church. Um, yeah. It's just. Uh, you know, an extra fun little kick to destroy the church while you do it, I guess.
0: Right. It's like you have to start from within. And so, like, that's where they all have their, like, pass. It's like, yeah, with the church.
1: But you know who isn't gone? The fucking French Cardinal. He's still kicking. He's still around. Yeah. I don't remember his name off. What was his name? Do you remember? I him? don't remember, but he fucking tried to kill Bennett, so I don't care for him.
0: Yeah, I didn't care for him either. But, like, he's still around. But he's, like, he's a little more low. He's not as high, up it feels, as, like, the Maria's. I the mean, way.
1: maybe in terms of the demon. But he is the closest to power in the fact that he's oh, the one yeah. who's working directly with the Pope. So, like, that's right. not great. Yeah,
0: so we still, like, I assume that means we're done with the Pope storyline. Like, he's saved and we're fine. Um, But... We'll see. So I just I don't I just, know if that's an assumption I'm willing to make yet. Yeah. I just I, I just like don't know. Like yeah. I'm so not sure what the plan is now. Neither. Um, but yeah. So we'll come back to our creepy cult of demons um in the near future, because I assume they are the main <laughs> unless story. we just don't. Like, could you imagine if that just never <laughs> came up in season two? That would be the worst writers of all of history. Like if they just didn't come. That out. would be worse than hemlocker of season three absolutely yeah no it would uh bonkers um and our last real person that's left alive but i don't know that he'll make another entrance father bennett i think he I might be going on so. i mean i love him i but i think, I think going off to like run the church stuff i and, think
1: so i think it may be like a, he's not there for the first half of the season and then we get mm-hmm. to the final build-up of the final battle he shows up again like that
0: it might be yeah. that. So like he might be in like seven eight nine kind of thing yeah that's possible i think i think that's possible um because he's just i feel like he's kind of like disconnecting himself especially if we're not like if we're going from the Pope, obviously I would expect him to come back. But if like we don't go in that direction, if it is like a government direction or like a Yeah, who knows what other direction it would be that's not involving the church, I could see him just like stepping out of it. Like Yeah. Because he's also like I mean, we also see he's not that strong of a like fighter. And he right. he's he's so he like, does
1: he does feel like he's more or he's less of an exorcist, I don't know that he ever was an exorcist, or if he was just in charge of the exorcists kind
0: of thing. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. he was more in charge of it than like. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, so we'll see. Um, so I do have some trivia for you. Um, it was not easy to find, so it is just a few pieces. Well, because you we clearly didn't get it from IMDb since they told you I nothing. Did not, did not get it from IMDb. Um, I did already tell you that that our entire show ignores all of the the sequels to the first film. So like yeah. everything I just talked about with the franchise does not reflect on the second season at all. Yeah. Um, it obviously didn't on the first. Oh well, um, yeah. One thing I found very good that they did um, because it is a more modern show. They were very particular in their casting. They only cast people in those roles who were those people. So like um, Alfonso Herrera is Mexican and he's the Mexican Priest, you have Ben Daniels who is um British and he is British in the show. Um, Father Bennett I've forgotten his name off the top of my head, but he is he is African and he plays the African priest. Like, they're very particular in their roles. And even like Ben Daniels is gay, and then also so is um Marcus. So, like, yeah, they were very very careful in their casting. And I thought, now that, and is just, okay, is he song.
1: gay? um i know no here's the thing i know there has been speculation but i've also i though i've seen things online that said that he's bisexual
0: that ben daniels or no that the character that marcus is bisexual oh i think they said i think it may have said like in the facts it may have said like he was queer so i don't oh, okay I, don't know if I like just said that it, it may just be that he's queer in real life and queer on the show oh, okay um, yeah but yeah they they were very um, they follow that, and, it, and that follows into the second season. So, there's a lot of characters in the second season who also have very um, specific, like, uh, regions they're from and stuff, and they all are reflected by the actual, like, actor who plays them as well. Love so, that. that's nice. Um, I don't remember if we talked about this when we did the Exorcist movie. And so, if we did, apologies, but if we didn't, it's very fun. Um, William Blatty based Chris on Shirley MacLaine. Um, did I don't we talk? Know. About we
1: did that? talk about that. No,
0: <laughs> I didn't think we did because I saw it today, and I know I have a terrible memory, so I was like, maybe I just forgot. But like, yeah, I thought that was really funny. Um, and then my last fact, I will say no more than this, but I will tell you this: that The Exorcist was meant to have a third season, but it was cut when Disney acquired Fox, and so that is all. Um, I will probably tell you with an actual wrap up for the whole series what the third season was supposed to be about because it had a whole storyline um, and we're not going to get into it.
1: But I won't tell you now because I want <laughs> to. My question it. is that did it get canceled because of finances with the merger or did it get canceled because of um, content with the merger? That is uh-huh. my.
0: I will not tell you. <laughs> I know the answers and I'm not telling you. <laughs> What? No.
1: Tell me. And now you don't have to spoil anything in terms of what the actual content was, but, like, was Disney financially unable to, like, want financially? It was a financial move. Okay. I just wanted to know if they were financially unwilling or if Disney had a problem with the content. Because oh, occasional- no, no, no.
0: It was, okay. I thought, yeah, I thought you meant, like, how the content played out. No, no, it was, it was financial things. yeah no 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 no. not, that, not that I'm not do I,
1: I don't want spoilers I just know yeah. that sometimes Disney is particular about the things that they put their brand to and I wanted to make sure that they weren't being assholes and that it was just oh, a financial. I mean thing.
0: they were but financially not content yeah 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 <laughs> so. I mean here's the thing we say that and
1: but it is very difficult to actually know the true workings of every detail of finances in offices. And there's a lot of things that I don't believe should have been canceled or things that I believe should have been canceled that I could not begin to understand the true financial bottom line. Um, So it probably was an asshole move, but I also don't, if it was a financial move, I don't want to just like call it out for being an asshole without any, without understanding.
0: I will tell you there was, um, it was one of the higher rated shows at the time when it got canceled with viewership and with like response.
1: Okay. It's hard though, because ratings don't always actually translate to money. No. it's it's again, it's thing details that I can't begin to fathom all of the things. like if something has no rate of viewership, you what is the point sure. of keeping it online right? But like even if something is rated well, if it's not actually pulling in more money than it's spending, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm still blaming
0: them based on everything I read.
1: But I mean that's that's fine. fair but I I would like to do more research before I call
0: anyone to fault and I won't do that yet. Yes, we'll wait for that. Um I'm sure we'll talk about this again. Yeah. In the next the next wrap up. So um I do have some season 1 reviews for you that I found. Uh, I love a good I love a good are are any of them really terrible
1: because I love a good really <laughs> bad review.
0: Fantastic. I have a few of each. I have a few of each. So okay. my favorite review I think it's very well said. I 100% agree. It says, this is a deadly serious drama that wants to ask big questions about faith and doubt and good and evil while scratching its undiscriminatory, uh, undiscriminating Friday night audiences horror flick itch while scratching. I don't know what I said um, by Chris Nishadi. Um, he was a top reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. And I was like, Beautiful. yes, that is accurate. Um, because it does i mean obviously we saw it did end up focusing a lot more on good versus evil as opposed to yeah for you like i love it yeah so another this was it that was like a top review and then this is 10 out of 10 alluring and captivated um let me make sure there's one of these that has like a bit of a spoiler in it so i didn't want to say it okay it, I'm really attached to the characters. They feel real to life. These characters gave me hope and motivation to keep pushing ourselves in our life. So never lose hope and never let go. It kept telling me, don't let down. The action and direction is like a masterpiece. Um, if I could get the series going again, I would have done it. Mm-hmm. So Love that. and that's from I am watching you two, nine, three, five, six. Thank you. So uh, 10 out of 10. I have another 10 out of 10. I will not read this whole. one. It's very long. It mm-hmm. just says. It's easy to give a 10 when it's flawless like this show is. Every episode is phenomenal. Um, it says, now this is how you make a series, especially when you're using the iconic Exorcist name. Um, yes. It actually gets, it's actually better than the original film because you get 20 episodes of it. So um, they also okay. said Daniels deserves an Emmy. As I would agree with that. 100%. Um, it's so rare you get a horror series or a great thriller series. where well, We're going to buy this on Blu-ray so we can watch it over and over again. That's joining JT. Um, so If mean, only 10, they'd known that Hulu existed. Right? I <laughs> mean, they would have been set. Um, this one, one out of ten, nothing can exercise this rubbish. Uh, and then this wow. one. says there's spoilers, but there's no spoilers. Okay. Um, it doesn't even talk about the show. One out of ten, it's just called Really. Boring, boring, boring. Come on, what's with all these great reviews? No atmosphere, ridiculous story. As if mass demonic conspiracy would happen. Ha ha! Awful waste of my time. Why did I bother? I don't know. Watched it having breakfast during lockdown. So it was just funny. I was like, "That's a crazy one." Yeah. So we had our we had our ups and downs of reviews as we normally do. Um, but I did think the I thought that first review was very well written.
1: I do. I appreciate that.
0: Okay. So now I have a bit of a, a history lesson for you. Oh. <gasps> On Pazuzu, our demon that we have dealt with this whole season. and Fantastic. Movie. Um, he is originally, he is a Mesopotamian demon. He is the only Mesopotamian demon to be used in film or TV. Okay. Um, which is fun. He is an Patro patropaic entity he is a so he's a like the head god or the head demon of wind for destruction and he also is a protector and this is from the like the greek sense of it Um, okay so he's destructive and dangerous for wind he has he's caused damage with famine uh locusts and destructive storms he was blamed for spreading malaria and typhoid, spreading diseases throughout the wind. Wow. Um, he also inspired a serial killer named Pazuzu Algarad, who killed a ton of people in 2014 with his girlfriend or partner or something. Um, but the most interesting part of it is I said he's a protector, but he's specifically a protector of women and pregnant women. Or mothers and pregnant women, because his counterpart that I did write down the name, start with an L, is the destroyer of those people. And apparently she tries to kill these people and injure them and hurt them in pregnancies and all this stuff. And he is the one who protects against her through all of this stuff. And so people will put up his statue when they're like pregnant or like mothers or like trying to conceive or stuff to counteract this other demon who is like anti children and pregnant. Um, uh, Lamash too, that's the one. That's the one. And so, like, he's always had conflicting like beliefs about him because he like sure is trying to destroy the world with storms and diseases and whatnot. But he also like super protects like moms, and- mom and pregnant women. And, like, so <laughs> it's like I don't know, is he a bad guy or not? I mean, he's also a demon. Like, regardless, he's like just yeah. a protector. So, like, he's not great, but he is what he is Interesting. Um, so that's that's who we've been dealing with all season and he is obviously a not any of those things really <laughs> what we've seen no um but you know it's fine it's fine i also wonder if we're done with him for the next season i don't know if we're moving on to a new demon now that we've kind of like locked him away and beaten him down like
1: I think because so. They that felt like a very final and I feel I feel like it would cheapen Reagan's
0: victory for him to come back. I think so because his one goal was to get to Reagan and yeah. then now that that's over like I feel yeah. like he's done with it. He's like cuz he didn't care about the other stuff going on. Like of course he was no. like going to wreak havoc while
1: I'm here. But and he like, was like, I'm better, was, it was more like I'm better than you. I'm in charge
0: because I am superior, not because right. I want to be in charge. Exactly. So I think he's probably done for as well. Um, so while we're here, I wanted to talk about some other popular exorcism movies. And you can tell me if you, I have not seen any of them. Okay. Um, and you can tell me if you've seen any of them or if there's others you've seen that you're interested in. Um, so the newest one is The Pope's Exorcist. It came out this year. I've not seen it, but I've heard I have good not things. heard. Oh, I was going to say that's the one that really? I've heard not good things about. Oh, I heard good things. I don't know. Like, okay. I haven't heard a lot of things about it, though. So, like, maybe I just saw the, like, three people that liked it. Mm, yeah, maybe. I don't um, know. The Right, which I had never heard of, but it has a mm. crazy cast. Mm. Um, exorcism of Emily Rose. The Medium. The Last Exorcism. Deliver Us from Evil, which I heard is terrifying um may or may not watch it the wailing the conjuring franchise of course which were fair for me um the devil inside which i also heard was terrifying devil and the- Inside is the
1: one that i will never ever 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 watch the devil inside yeah and did, have i told you the story i don't think so i don't think so. so this had to have been back in like Whatever whenever the movie came out, the year that the movie was coming out, I think it was, was like
0: 2014 or something. It was like Yeah.
1: Something like that. Um mm-hmm. and is back when Pandora was the thing that everybody used to listen to music.
0: And um
1: I was cleaning my room and I had my Pandora on and the picture popped up before the ad started and it scared me. And I closed the app and like not just like closed out of it, like closed the app and the ad did not stop playing. Like I tried to turn off my phone and the ad would not stop playing. And I obviously am not a huge horror person anyway. And in 2014, I was for sure not a horror person. And (laughs) so this app, like this ad, like following me, it fucked me up. And I, to this day, that is the one movie that even if I got over my feelings about kind of like exorcism movies and watched every other movie I would never watch that one because it f- fucking terrified me
0: that's totally fair That's <laughs> all, yeah that's terrifying um, you had not told me that story before yeah. so maybe I won't watch that one then yeah um, but the last one that I saw on this list of 10 is The Witch which is our favorite Anya Joy Taylor's first film and I'm oh. very interested in watching that and that after I, like, thought through, like, we don't normally do a wrap-up. That was my plan was to have that movie as our in-between. Um, mm. Because we love her and it's an exorcism film. And it's, I've heard from a lot of people who love horror that that's their favorite horror film. Okay. And so I've heard good things. I will still watch it. Um, if you yeah. like to with me, please join. But uh, obviously we're not doing it right now because
1: we're doing this instead. We're here for you Yay. instead. And then we're,
0: and we already know that our end of the show movie is going to be the new one. So, right, of course. So, just go watch it on your own time. I'll be watching it in my October watching. Um, Yeah, so that is a lot of the fun facts I have for you. The wrap up we've kind of. It is also available on HBO Max if you want to watch it. Yes, yes.
1: Sorry, I just, I just pulled it up on just watch to see if.
0: yeah, I also i I knew it was on there, but I didn't know if it was still on there because I haven't looked in it like a couple months. Um, so thank you. Um, do you have any final thoughts about this season before we uh wrap up and move into our new season?
1: I think I, I think I've expressed all my thoughts pretty well. Yeah, I and mean, we did
0: a run through of everything. Um, any yeah. last predictions?
1: No, I mean obviously. Marcus and Tomas are going to keep kicking demons' butts. I think that you're right, that the big bad is going to be this cult still. Um, I think that if Bennett comes back, it'll be uh, the back dead. half of the show. Um, I think that my prediction that's more of a hopeful prediction is that no matter what happens, Maria will still not get fucking anything she wants. I, just,
0: I, just I hope. hope she dies before the end.
1: Oh, me too. Um, But I hope that she um, is miserable the whole time.
0: Um, So Um, I assume that we'll get more demons that join our little demon cult. Yeah. And we've seen, we've already looked at, like, the castles. We see there's so many cast members that we haven't seen yet um, that we recognize. And so I wonder if any of them are going to join the Tomas Marcus Little duo. We do Maybe. get our little Scooby Gang. It's just not with Cherry and Luster. I'm the
1: honestly, I'm so upset. I mean, it would have been completely against the vibe of the show. It would have been a terrible, terrible direction to take the show in. And I understand exactly why it wasn't where they went, but man, would I have killed to see a really fucking terrible Ghostbusters-esque Scooby-Gang show.
0: I mean, for it season into a to- black comedy. I mean it, it would have been too. Into- It would not be the true horror that we're getting. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't
1: at all. I, I understand completely
0: why I am thinking
1: on a different plane of existence than the people who made this show.
0: But it's all I want one of the comments did say they were like, this isn't a horror. It's a black comedy. And I was like, I don't think you understand how chakras work. I was like, this is like, and then other um, people were like, if you took out the supernatural, this is just a straight drama. And I was like, okay, that's fair. That's like, fair. Is definitely um, a it, it is show. It is definitely a, a
1: drama with horror elements. Right. Or, right. or, <laughs> or even somewhere between the two. Um, yeah. There is, some funny dialogue that's not untrue um it's it's not not a a black comedy comedy. no 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 no. it's it it doesn't it doesn't even have enough jokes in it to be a dramedy like it's not no uh, yeah it's off the
0: off the wall i was like that is the worst comment most wrong comment i've seen since someone said that janet was useless yeah so you know i was a Thought they had lost their mind. But yeah, so I agree. I don't have a ton of uh predictions otherwise that we've said either. I do think I hope so. I did see one of the characters is John Cho, who I love. And he I love John Cho. always plays a detective. So I'm hoping that he's like on uh, like a detective on the team with like Tomasa Marcus. But I obviously don't know. That's mm-hmm. just who he always plays. I feel like when I see him. Yeah. And so it fills right up his alley um i i haven't looked at the cast list to see who we get for next so season i looked today don't, okay. look, I don't surprise oh. you but i know because it's, it's a lot of people that you're gonna be <laughs> excited about yeah i just wanted to call him out specifically because i love him um yeah but we we have a it's a lot of it's probably like the same amount of people we introduced in the first season will also be introduced in the second season it's quite a bit <laughs> So I think we're gonna beef up our cult. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have some sort of team that's gonna have to work with them that's gonna have to be outside of the church. Cause I think we're yeah. past that. So I'm I'm yeah. hoping we'll like a little detective squad with them. Um I'd love a I'd love a cherry unless there's someone who's just like on the outsides of outskirts of society, just kind of doing yeah. their own thing, like a private eye type thing. I'd love that. Um I don't know if we'll get any of that, but it it'd be nice. It would be, um yeah. But yeah, so I think that's also all of my predictions. Um, since we are doing a wrap up, do you want? Do you have like a person you want to punch for the season? Oh, um,
1: I mean, I could go with like Pazuzu or something like that. Is really truly, um, but I'm gonna pick Jessica because fuck that
0: bitch. <laughs> do you think she's coming back? i fucking hope not i don't think she's coming back i think we i think we ended that storyline we better have i think he let that go and that's how he's becoming an exorcist is because he let jessica go and his grandmother's already dead yeah so no one's left like so i think maybe she could come back as like a demon entity like like it happened when in the beginning when he was trying to talk to casey i could see that yeah i don't think she will actually come back as a character um just as like a reflection maybe right that's Um, fair yeah, so I I thought that might be a bit, but I went with Father Simon because that's fair.
1: First, my my second
0: place was Maria. Actually, my second place is also Maria. Um, because I hated her from the beginning, as we all yeah. know. I never liked her. Never trusted her. Um. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh, let's we'll we'll say our MVP and then I have one more thing to say. I forgot. Okay. Uh, so, who is your MVP for the season, Father Marcus, the angry man, the angry man? Oh, God, he is—he is the correct answer. Um, God, he's the correct answer. So, since you are with him, I'm gonna go with Angela. Um, Fair she ups and downs. We know she's on her way out. She really did justice. I felt like to the Reagan character. So, I'm uh and I mean, Gina Dave was my God. So yeah, she's, she's mine. So I found a trivia for season one only um, that we can share on our social medias. It is mostly easy, but it is just season one. So if you want to like, I mean, it's been what, 10 weeks now, 11 weeks by the time this yeah. comes out. So maybe you've forgotten some stuff. If you want to do a quick refresher before we get into season two, I will share that on the social media. I love it. Um, and everybody can take the test. I did miss like five of the questions. Um, but they were like very specific things that I like. Yeah. That I didn't remember the exact number and stuff like that. So it was not content, wise, but like, (laughs) but stuff like that, that I missed. So anyways, um, that's all I have. This has been your season one wrap up. We are going to get into season two soon. We are going to have uh, the end of our first half of Stargate in the next episode of Sci-Fi Sunday. So we are just, like, rocking and rolling. And oh. if you have any predictions for Season 2, if you have feelings about Season 2, um, anything, if you have yeah. feelings about Season 1, if you want to talk to us about the wrap-up of Reagan story, because that is obviously a big thing, a big deal... Yeah. Um, if you're excited about the new movie, if you're excited to hear it's a trilogy coming out, right? Uh, let us know. Let's talk. Let's chat. You can email us, deathandaliens at gmail.com. You can find us on all of the social media at Death and Aliens. Um, if you want to talk to me about the new American Horror Story season, please do. I need friends to talk to about that. Um, you can find me everywhere at cecloud thirteen. And you can follow me everywhere at
1: E-M-K-A-Y
0: underscore superstar. And we will see you for Sci-Fi Sunday. Bye.